0: This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 200. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I'm very excited to be here today in Florida recording another episode for you. So if the sound sounds a little bit different, it's because I'm in a little bit different room. This is podcast number 200, so that's impressive if I do say so myself. When I started this little show, I was unsure if I could even figure out how to do it. And now it feels so natural, and I love doing it, so that's fun. In honor of this episode, I want to talk to you about limiting beliefs, because without me getting over my limiting beliefs, I would never have had this podcast, my successful veterinary hospital, and the veterinary life coaching business. Because um, I had a lot of limiting beliefs before I started doing this. So that's why that came up for us this week. But before we go there, I just want to remind you that I send out my Wednesday weekly words each week to you. So if you sign up with your email address on my website, you will get that. It's free and I don't use the email for marketing, at least um, not as yet. So it's low risk, high reward. I also have a place on the website for you to try a free coaching session. So if you've been thinking that you might like to try coaching, reach out to me there. I have a few more open spots for new clients right now. So that would be a great way for you to decide if you want to get into one of my coaching programs. And with the new year approaching we can start to work on your limiting beliefs and your goals to get you going on building the life that you want in the new year. So go to my website, juliecappell.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and sign up for those two things there. Or if you just want to say hello and let me know how you like the podcast, you can reach me by sending me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or email me at ja.capel DVM at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so after that little commercial, let's get into the podcast and see what we can learn about limiting beliefs. A limiting belief is a thought or a state of mind that makes you think it's absolutely true and it stops you from doing certain things. It's also a self deprecating belief that restricts you in some way and these beliefs are often false accusations that you make about yourself and they can cause many negative results. So do you have a limiting belief about yourself or about the world around you? Most of us do and you may not realize that they're there at first because they feel so ingrained and natural. If you think you lack something or the world is working against you, that would be a limiting belief. And we all have these ideas or stories that we tell ourselves about who we are and why we're not getting the results that we want in life. They're often subconscious and we are unaware of them. And they could be a result of our upbringing or something someone told us as a child or events that happened to us when we were younger. And as I work with veterinary professionals as a life coach, I learn more and more about limiting beliefs because we all have them. I have many of mine still, and I've already unraveled some of them and overcome some of them. So I want to go through some limiting beliefs that you may have and then go through some steps or tools that you can use to get yourself over those belief, once beliefs. Once you discover them. Okay, so first, I want you to remember that we are all naturally wired to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So we are drawn to these limiting beliefs because they feel safe, they feel secure, and they keep us from pushing up against our comfort zone. They keep us in our comfort zone. And many of my coaching clients feel limited by the belief that veterinarians can't earn a lot of money or they can't achieve good work-life balance. Some of them think they won't be excellent clinicians because they need to be more confident in their medicine or their surgical skills. They have limiting beliefs that they're not ready or they're not smart enough to practice veterinary medicine with a high degree of excellence. So these stories are exactly the things that keep us from doing and becoming all that we really want to be. So I'm going to go through some of these limiting beliefs that you might recognize in yourself. The first one that I think is really common that almost all of us have is the thought that I'm not good enough. And I hear this one a lot from veterinarians. There's something about our perfectionist brain that makes that a common limiting thought. Another one is I'm not worthy. And this one makes me mad and sad at the same time because I believe that we're worthy just because we're human and we were uniquely made for a purpose, your purpose, on this earth. So if you have this limiting belief, I would start to work there because that one is really a pet peeve of mine. And I know a lot of us have it. Another one is I'm too old or I'm too young. And I've had both of these thoughts. When I was young, I believed that I was too young and inexperienced to buy and run my own hospital. Now that I'm older, I had this thought when I started my life coaching journey. I remember saying this to one of my coaches when I was going through training. I thought I was too old to learn to write a blog or start a podcast or add a new career to my life because I had been a veterinarian for so long and I was so ingrained in the belief that that was what I was good at. I was good at leadership and running a hospital. And I didn't think that I could step out and become something different. And I believed at first that I was too old, but as I worked my way through it, I was able to get where I am now. Another limiting belief is one that says, I don't have enough experience and i hear this from a lot of young veterinarians it's similar to the one that says i'm too young and it's a big part of our imposter syndrome thoughts right that i just don't have enough experience to be good at x y or z maybe it's surgery for you maybe it's dental cleaning you know that was is one for me if you if you know me you know that about me another limiting belief is i'm not smart enough And this one really pisses me off when I hear it from veterinarians because duh, you're doctors, you know? Like it really ticks me off. So why do we think that we're not smart enough? It's crazy, right? But we do think it. I've thought it. I think we all think that one, but that one one is one of my pet peeves. Another one is I don't have enough time. And this is one that we all seem to believe, right? Because we're such busy, busy people, and we want and we need so many things on our plate, especially if you're someone like me that kind of likes to be an overachiever. And so time is that thing that we don't have enough of, or at least we think we don't. And our time will pass us by, whether we believe that or not, whether we believe we have enough time or not. So we need to work on this limiting belief and make the time to do the things that we prioritize. And that's how we kind of get around that. And we'll go over more of that later. Another limiting belief would be I will not be successful. And this belief comes from a fear of failing. And I think this every time I go into a fat dog spay because, you know, they're just not fun. Some of them go really, really easy and some of them are awful. And we know what can go wrong, right, when we go into a surgery, so we have fear. We have fear that if we fail, something bad's going to happen to the pet, and then we're going to have to face the owner, and we're going to have to face all the things that come along with that, our own self-doubt. And I've spayed thousands of animals, and I can really say that I've rarely had complications, but I still have this fear of failure around that particular subject. And so the trick is when you have that limiting belief that you may not be successful is you have to be able to get to the point where you can feel the fear and then do it anyway. Pulling out that bravery in the face of the fear. And so just realizing that when you feel that fear, it's part of that limiting belief will help you overcome it. Another limiting belief that many of us have Is I don't have enough time to invest in myself. And this thought goes along with the one that I don't have time, right? But this one comes from our need to serve others. We have this need or want to serve our family, our spouse, our clients. Even our pets, you know, I know that if I'm in the middle of writing a podcast and my dogs start bugging me to go for a walk, that I need or I feel like I need to put everything down and put those pets first. And so we feel like we don't have enough time to invest in ourselves and we put ourselves last. And I would consider that belief that we don't have enough time for self-investment, as a limiting belief, because it'll keep you from doing the things that you want to do. Another limiting belief is, I don't have money, or I can't make enough money. The thought is, I don't have enough money to enjoy my life or pay off debt. And I could talk about this one for days, right? Because a lot of us have this. We always think we don't have enough of something, right? And money seems to be the big one. So, maybe we'll do another podcast on this particular limiting belief. If you're interested in that, let me know. But this thought specifically that we can't make enough money keeps us in a scarcity mindset. And I would argue that staying in scarcity and operating from that place is very nerve wracking and it doesn't bring abundance. When you live in that mindset of, I don't have enough, and you believe it that limit that limiting belief you can't open yourself up to the possibilities of how can i have more or how can i just appreciate what i do have and work within those parameters and then think of ideas to open yourself up to the abundance that's there and so that's a big one the i don't have enough money i think i think i still think that at times which is kind of scary right Because I've been making money for a lot of years, and so I should be happy where I am. But sometimes you go into that scarcity thinking. And the last one that I came up with, a limiting belief, and there's probably many, many more that we'll think of along the way, but the last one is I'll never be a great leader. And sometimes that comes from the thought that I lack self confidence, I don't like conflict, and so if I'm gonna be a leader, I have to do conflict. I don't have the experience. I'm not old enough. You know, that leadership thought comes from a lot of other self-limiting thoughts. But being a great leader and becoming a great leader is a work in progress, right? Like I consider myself a good leader and even a great leader if I really think about it. But I still have space to grow, right? I still have things that I can do to get better. And that goes for everything. That goes for all of us. And that's all okay, right? So all of these beliefs come from a place of fear and uncertainty. And believe me, embrace this when I say everyone has them. It's common. And they're caused by a number of factors, but they all stem from the same place. Your primitive chihuahua brain's desire to protect you from pain in the future upcoming pain it's kind of putting up a wall for you so you don't get hurt right and then you run into the wall so I would argue that if we don't work to get past these limiting beliefs that we're still causing ourselves pain so there's fear of failure there's imposter syndrome there's past experiences that put up these walls for us and the limiting beliefs start at a young age and oftentimes they'll progressively evolve and change throughout your life as you have new experiences. So if there was a painful experience that caused you to fear something similar in the future or fear things to come, your limiting beliefs will prevent your positive new beliefs from forming, if that makes sense. So it's really important to know the cause of your limiting beliefs and then it's a great way to understand your thought processes and where they came from and then begin to unravel all these limiting beliefs and manage them. So the goal is to learn how to identify them so that they don't prevent you from getting out of your comfort zone, because that's where growth comes from, right? We, we can all agree that we want to get out of our comfort zone, if at all possible. So to help us uncover our limiting beliefs and begin to believe that we all have unlimited potential, here's a few steps that I came up with for us to start working on it, okay? And this is the kind of work that I will do with you as a life coach, or if you have a life coach, like I do, this is the kind of work that they'll do with me to help me uncover my limiting beliefs and get me off my butt and moving. So step one, and this is a good one, is identify and uncover them. So you can't work on something that you're unaware of, right? So you have to start by unloading your brain of all the thoughts that you have about yourself. So you can start with a question like this. Who am I? What am I good at? Where do I lack? And just start writing and getting all of these thoughts out on paper so that you can start to separate out the facts from the thoughts. Because a lot of times when you start doing this exercise, the things that you write are going to feel like facts to you, but they really are your limiting beliefs and your thoughts about yourself. And if you recognized any of the limiting beliefs that I listed when I went through them, write those on your list. And you can start with just a small journal, maybe just a little booklet, if you want to start working on limiting beliefs, Or if you're a computer person, type it into your computer. But something to help you do the work needed to uncover the limiting beliefs. So if you think you're untalented, unworthy, out of your league, you may be comparing yourself to others or seeing some version of perfection that you think you need to live up with. You know, social media will cause that. We'll think that we have to live up to other people's social media, you know, sites. And so to overcome that negative self-talk, you need to start being aware or self-aware of how you talk to yourself. And then notice those little digs. You know, we all give ourselves these little digs, kind of insults that we do to ourselves and write them down so that you can start to create awareness about how you're hurting yourself. So once you write all those down, then I want you to look at that list. So this is step number two. And and this may take a few days to do, right? Like take days to write all these things down. Don't don't rush yourself, because this is a process, right? This is a lifelong work that we're gonna be doing. And this is just where we're starting. So step number two is separating the facts from the thoughts. And this one's really difficult because oftentimes our beliefs are so strong that we think they're facts. And this is one reason that I like to do this thought downloading or thought dumping process every day for a little while while working on myself or yourself, because this is where you can start to see your patterns. We all have patterns in thinking. And once you see those patterns, then you can start to go deeper. To try to unravel them so when you're doing this exercise you may need help from someone else and this is where your coach comes in get someone that can be objective and help you notice where you have blind spots when sorting through the facts from the thoughts if you have a limiting belief that says i'm not good enough it'll take a lot of thought work to uncover where that belief comes from right in childhood or in experience It's like my writing limiting belief that I had and still sometimes have. If you've ever listened to me before, you'll know that I had a limiting belief from childhood that I couldn't write well. So I never wrote, even though I had a desire to do it. And once I uncovered that that belief came from an experience that I had in junior high school with a teacher, I was able to face it, face my fear of writing and just start doing it. And I needed a life coach to help me do that. That was something I unraveled when I first discovered life coaching. So be sure to get some help if you're really stuck during this exercise of sorting out facts from thoughts. It's a really difficult thing to do when you're working on your own brain because your own brain is super powerful, right? Okay. So the third step that I came up with is reflecting on your past behavior. So sometimes looking at what you've done in the past will help show you what caused your limiting beliefs. So think back to when someone hurt your feelings or said something unkind to you and you didn't speak up for yourself when you should have. Or if a client was unkind to you or a member of your team. And then what was your reaction? Did you speak up? Did you walk away? Did you not handle it the way you would have liked to? Did you not let the person know how you felt in the moment? Did you overreact? Did you stew on it for weeks and just let it eat you up inside? Situations like this can show you That you might have a limiting belief that you should avoid conflict. Maybe you think that speaking up will negatively impact your relationships when in fact not speaking up will negatively affect your relationships, right? And it will certainly impact your enjoyment of your job. So if you have a belief that you're not good in conflict, that's something that you really want to uncover. And there are ways to work on these limiting beliefs so that you can get good at conflict. So if conflict resolution is a skill that you want, you can work on that and get better at it. So looking at your past behavior, like my past behavior would be I didn't write or I was afraid to write. If somebody would say, could you write an article or could you write a paper? I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not a good writer. I don't do that do you want to be in a magazine? Nope, I can't. And now after I've, I'm over that, I do that all the time. I write for magazines all the time. And um, it just took a lot of work. It took a lot of self-reflection. And so reflecting on your past will help so much in kind of ferreting out where your negative limiting beliefs come from. And then once you kind of have that figured out, you know, just take one of these limiting beliefs at a time to work on. Once you kind of get to that spot where you understand your past behavior and where your limiting belief is coming from, then you can start to work on it. So step four that I came up with was create some positive affirmations for yourself. Because one of the best ways to combat limiting beliefs is to use positive affirmation statements to train your brain, your brain, to train your brain to believe something different. So one of the assignments that I often use for my coaching clients to have them work on their positive affirmations is to make a list of 25 reasons that they're amazing. Or I did one that was 25 reasons I'm a rock star. Or 25 reasons that I'm confident. You know, just some word that to you is powerful. And it's a really tough exercise to sit there and write 25 reasons about yourself that you're so great, but it's such a good exercise because there are 25 reasons. There are hundreds of reasons that you're amazing, but your limited brain doesn't really believe it because you haven't worked on it. And so these affirmations are just sentences or new thoughts that you can use to repeat to yourself in order to build more self-confidence or more self-belief. And it sounds really hokey. It will make you feel weird. It, every time that I assign it to somebody, they laugh because they're like, oh, I don't, I don't have 25. So just start with one. One. Start with five. You know, challenge your brain to come up with reasons that you are amazing and that you have the skills. It really works. And remember, you're working to train or retrain your chihuahua brain by giving it happy thoughts to replace the sad thoughts or the negative thoughts, right? It's kind of like training a dog with treats. So, using your positive thoughts to replace the negative beliefs is what you're trying to do. And it's not simple. It does not; It's not like a switch that you can switch. You can't just take one thought and say, oh, now I'm going to think this. It doesn't work that way. It feels really hard. It feels really impossible at first. But just try to think of something slightly positive. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be just like, well, I'm basically a good person or I was nice to someone yesterday. It doesn't have to be a big, powerful thought but you just have to start to train that brain to become more positive. So in my writing example, my limiting belief was that I was a terrible writer. So in order to give myself a positive to think about instead, I just had to start with, I know how to write a sentence because that doesn't feel as threatening as I'm really good at writing, right? So I just had to start with something slightly better than what my negative brain was offering me. So it's a process, right? And I'm not an idiot, so I know how to write a sentence. And I know that writing doesn't have to be great, just okay. So if I can convince my negative brain that, okay, maybe you're not a great writer, but you do know how to write a sentence and maybe it'll just be okay, anything to free up my mind, then it allows me to take that one small step towards starting to write. And then another thought that I like, and I share this with some of my clients, I probably shared it before with you, is the thought that says better done than perfect. So sometimes just getting something done, even if it's not great, is helpful. It kind of helps unlock your brain from that stuck spot. And sometimes that one gets me moving. And then as you're coming up with these positive thoughts, you know, you're sitting there writing your 25 or your 5 or whatever you can come up with, sometimes saying them out loud to yourself or writing them down on a list and posting them where you can read them every day will help you reinforce the new, more positive beliefs into your brain. Because if you can remember that your limiting beliefs came over years, right, like you Someone told you when you were a kid that you were fat or something for that example. And so you believed it your whole life. And every time you would see this confirmation bias, right? I'm fat. I'm fat. I'm fat. It's going to take yourself a really long time to unravel that. And so if you can have a more positive belief, something just like I have a body or I have a body that works, starting there is going to help you weasel your way out of it and it's not going to be fast and easy, right? So I'm not trying to share with you that this is easy process, but it is a process and you can do it. So there's a couple examples of reframing your negative self-thoughts. So let's say that your negative self-thought is, I'm not good enough. Maybe you can change it to something like, I have the capabilities Necessary to do this. So, like the spay example, right? You go into a spay surgery and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm an imposter. I'm not good enough to do this. What if I fail? You know, your brain goes into the catastrophizing thoughts, right? If you just could think, I'm capable, I know how to do this, it might help calm down that limiting belief. Another one would be, I don't have enough time to invest in myself. You could think instead, I have the ability to reorganize my time so I can focus on what's important. So just changing that limiting belief to something a little bit less negative will help unlock your brain. And then step five in this process as you're working through it would be don't quit. Take an action. You know, action oftentimes will unlock you. Even if your brain is screaming at you not to do it, doing it anyway will start to unlock your brain. So never give up when you're working on these limiting beliefs, because believe me, they will stick with you. You've got to realize that you've got the power and the focus to work on yourself and persevere through this. You have to push against your limiting beliefs almost every day. But as you work on them, they'll become less powerful against you. Think of it as a little bit of a battle, right? I think of like my negative brain fighting against my ability to choose positivity. And I've been writing now for, I don't know, at least eight or nine years. And I still hear my brain telling me that I'm not good at it. Even when I'm writing this blog, the blog or this podcast, it'll come, that thought will come to me, right? But when it does, it's easy for me to recognize it now and not let it limit me. I'll be like, oh yeah, there's that limiting thought again. And I just say to myself, thank you very much, brain, for reminding me that you think I can't write, but I'm choosing to think differently now. I have changed that belief into that I can write and I will write. And the more you practice that skill, the easier it becomes, and the less you'll feel limited by that negative brain. So the important thing is to persevere through the limiting beliefs and not let them stop you. And among all the qualities you have as a beautiful, thoughtful, smart veterinarian, not giving up on yourself is the most important. So if you want to get more talent and do a great job in vet med or for your family or for your self-care, start thinking about working to be a little bit better each day. We all have that tendency towards imposter syndrome and these limiting beliefs, but we can overcome them. I've been in this profession for over 30 years and I still have self-doubt and we're all a work in progress. But we become better at doing things by practicing. And the more we practice, the more it will unlock us. And if you focus on the things that you want to learn, open up to accepting help from others, your colleagues, and you put in a little bit of effort, you'll become everything that you dream of. And more. You have it in you. I just, I just know it because I work with a lot of you and I see it. I see you opening up to the possibility of the amazing skills that you possess and that you have that unlimited capacity to do whatever it is that you want. So everyone experiences these beliefs. You're not alone. So this week, my homework assignment to you is to take some time, take some time to become aware of of your limiting beliefs and do some work. Just get them out on paper. That would be a first good step. Spend a week or two doing that. Don't try to fix them right away because believe me, it takes a while to figure them out. And then maybe pick just one that you want to work on. So become self-aware and then pick one that you want to start to work on. And maybe pick the easiest one, the one that's not so scary to you. And as you work on it, you'll start to uncover that unlimited potential that you all have. I know you all have. And you'll start to see yourself begin to do the work to open up and soar and get the life that you want to get. Okay, my beautiful friends, I hope this helps you. I hope that you do some work this week on this subject. And if you do, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Have a beautiful unlimited week. Bye.